Hey, Mark! Mark! What, what are you doing? I'm trying to get into the shed, Stephen! Didn't... Why are you not using the key? Key? Yeah. Did Sean give you a key? Well, I think there's a key, but didn't he say it was all smart locks? So, smart locks? So why did I bring... Why did I bring the... Why did I bring the jackhammer? I don't know. Look, you know, we're, we're supposed to be getting in here to help him with his latest Sean of the Shed but he podcast. he did fine last time. Can we just pretend we could try to get in? Come on, we could get coffee somewhere. He knows what he's doing. Let's go play with this. Come on. Okay. Give me a shot. I want a shot of it. Here, you take a turn. Okay. Whoa! Whoa, this is heavy! Whoa! Oh, hang on. Oh, oh, hang on. What's that cable there? That's not his internet connection, is it? Uh-oh. Run! Sean of the Shed. Ah, thank you, Susan. Yes, Sean of the Shed, the podcast in which I want to introduce you to various forms of technology that can make our lives just that little bit easier. And in some cases, a whole lot easier. In the last episode, I talked about smartphones and how I thought they are essential tools if you're blind or visually impaired. Well, alright, my white cane is pretty handy as well, but still, smartphones are great. You can't change my mind. Back off! But the gadget I'm going to talk about today comes a very close second. It's a device that I use every single day, multiple times a day. It's affordable, it's accessible, and again, in my opinion, it's a must-have gadget if you're blind or visually impaired. So, let me introduce you to the Smart Speaker. Okay, so let's get this out of the way first. Why is everything called smart all of a sudden? I mean, you can't get away from it. Everything has smart shoved in front of it. Smart TVs, smart plugs, smart light bulbs, smart vacuums, smart thermostats, smart cookers, smart dishwashers, smart microwaves. There's even smart toilets. I mean, it's given me a complex. I'm outsmarted by a toilet. But what does it actually mean? Well, all it means is a device that can connect to a network, like the internet. So, what's so smart about that? Why should we care? Well there are a couple of good reasons. Firstly, it means you don't have to physically touch the device in order to use it. You don't even have to be in the same room. You can be on the other side of the planet. If you jet off to the Copacabana on holiday and then suddenly remember, oh no, I've left the light on in the toilet at home. Well, no worries. As long as it's a smart light bulb, you can turn it off using your smartphone while sitting at the poolside bar. Cool! Secondly, and this is really the reason why a device seems smart, in air quotes, a device that is connected to a network, such as the internet, has the ability to get information from the internet. And as we know, that's basically everything. It's access to the entirety of human knowledge. And yes, I know, if we're honest with each other, we're more likely to watch the funny cat videos on our smart TV than look up the philosophical works of Socrates, but still, it's cool! (coughs) So, now you know. When someone refers to something as being smart, you know what they're talking about. 
Now that we know that, let's move on to the device which I think is the best example of a smart device. Say hello to the smart speaker. Hello. <sighs> Not again. How does she keep getting in? Right then. Now I've defined what smart means in the context of technology, let's spend the next 15 minutes talking about what is a speaker. <clears throat> the Oxford English Dictionary defines speaker as... Oh, well, well, come back! I'm only joking, of course not! We all know what a speaker is. It's a box that makes noises. So a smart speaker is just a box that can make noises that is connected to the internet. Done! So far, so boring. So let's get to the interesting stuff. What can a smart speaker do and why do I love them so much? There's three things that smart speakers do so well. There's entertainment, information, and connecting to and controlling other devices. Ooh, intriguing. I will obviously show you these in action in just a minute. But before we do that, I want to explain why I love smart speakers and it's not just because of what they can do although what they can do is fantastic no 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 the reason i love a smart speaker is because of the way we use them the way we control them or interact with them brace yourselves because if you want your smart speaker to do something just ask it yep that's right it's voice controlled it's like living in your own sci-fi movie Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Okay, probably not the best clip to play. Don't worry, it works better than that. So, the way it works is that every smart speaker has a microphone built in. Well, several to be exact. And it's constantly listening out for you to say a specific word. That word is called the wake word. And when it hears that word, it knows, hey, they're talking to me. They want me to do something. Now, of course, I want to show you that in action right now. I have a smart speaker in the shed. Of course I do. I love them. Do you not listen? But the problem is, if someone's listening to this right now and they have a smart speaker near them, if I say the wake word, I may set their speaker off. So I need to be careful. So what I'll do for the sake of this recording is censor whenever I say the wake word. But I will spell it out for you right now. The wake word for this particular brand of smart speaker is A-L-E-X-A. -E yep, that's right, you must have heard it before. Huskella. So every time you hear me say Huskella, you know what I'm saying. Oh, it's hard work. It's a bit like when I'm talking about taking the dog out. He's always listening as well, so I need to spell that word out. I guess you could say it's not his wake word, but his walk word. Hey? Oh. Sorry. Anyway, let's say hello to my smart speaker. Huskella. Hello. Hey, up me duck. I hope you're having a tremendous Tuesday. I am. Thank you. There you go. How cool is that? Because we control the device using our voice and it responds and gives information back using, well, its own voice, it's accessible by its very nature. And that's why I love it. Okay, okay, that's enough of this love fest. Makes me feel bilious. Let's get back to what a smart speaker can do. 
And let's start with entertainment. I mean, it is a speaker after all, so as you would expect, you can play your favourite music through it. Or listen to a radio station, or even a podcast, like this one. Or maybe your favourite audiobook or talking newspaper from services such as Audible or whatever service is available in your part of the world. I mean, if you don't use it for anything else, it is the most accessible and probably the most affordable audio player slash radio you'll ever own. So let's try it out. Let's play some music. I could ask it to play a specific song by title, or I could play music by artist or genre, or I could just say... Play music I like. Okay, playing your most played songs. Okay, don't judge me. It's a good song. Stop, please. Let's try a podcast. Play the latest episode of Double Tap Canada podcast. Getting Double Tap Canada from Apple Podcasts. Playing the latest episode, episode 206, Amazing Amazon, and insert key insanity. When it comes to romance, dating can be tough. When I meet new people, it is something I think about, you know, like, are they going to judge me? Are they going to think it's weird? Access a variety of they relationship advice weird. and love stories. Much. If there was just more exposure of disabilities in the community, it would have been so much easier for me to not have all these questions and concerns. Into You. New podcast episodes drop every first Thursday. Sounds cool. This is an AMI podcast. Stop. And for radio, just say the name of your favorite station. Play Radio 4 Extra. Playing BBC Radio 4 Extra. (laughs) And what is Dr. Hill Barton to do? Oh, you can't beat an old radio play. I love it. An appointment has been made saying you're bringing with you a specimen of an absolutely unique set of men. Now, come on, does it get any easier than that? It's amazing. And using your voice, you can also use other commands such as pause, play, stop, volume up, volume down, fast forward X amount of time or rewind X amount of time. And next, or previous to jump forward or back through a series of tracks. Is your mind blown yet? Well, hold on, dreamboats, because there's more! How about gaming? Yep, you can play games on these things. For example, Open Puzzler. I love a crossword. Good evening. Welcome back to Puzzler. Would you like to play your daily crossword, premium crossword, or hear the high scores? Daily. Okay, here is the quick crossword of the day. Rise from bed. It's two words. The first word has three letters. Second word has two letters. Easy. Get up. Here's the next clue. Gluttony. First letter, G. Five letters. Oh, one for me. Greedy. That's the right answer. Throw out of the premises. First letter, E. There's five letters. Stop. Goodbye. There's so many different games you can play. There's quizzes, card games, interactive adventures, game shows like Jeopardy or Deal or No Deal. There's loads. And you can even use a smart speaker 
to watch TV and movies. What? How does that work? That's crazy talk. No, no, no. It's true. Now, I don't want to go into it too much because it feels like I'm throwing too many devices and gadgets at you and it'll get confusing. If not for you, then for me. But just know that if you have certain smart TVs or smart TV devices, then you can ask your smart speaker something like, play whatever show you want on the living room TV. And it'll start playing. Amazing! Not to mention that some smart speakers have screens. What? Don't worry about that. We'll get to that later on. Now, I'm sure that many of you out there, like me, have for years looked for accessible radios or audio players, and the results have always been a little bit hit and miss, a little bit disappointing. And for me, the smart speaker is the best solution so far. It's great. Anyway, let's move on. I need information. Okay, this is where we get to test just how smart a smart speaker is. Because you can ask a smart speaker anything. And 99% of the time, it'll give you the answer. Yes, there is the odd occasion where it says, Sean, I don't know what you're talking about. And that's usually to the weirder questions I ask. But in general, it's like having a little Einstein in the corner of your living room. Being able to get answers quickly isn't just really useful. Oh no, my friends. It goes much deeper than that. The presence of a smart speaker brings with it peace and tranquility to your home. It's true! We've all had the arguments where you're all sat around watching a movie and your partner will say, Ooh, that's that guy who was in that other thing we watched. And you come back with, what other thing? You know, the thing we watched last week with that guy in it and also had that woman in it who was in that one episode of Breaking Bad that we watched. I don't know what you mean. You do, just remember. I don't know. You don't care about me. I want a divorce. Well, there's no need for any of that. Simply ask the smart speaker who starred in this film and it'll tell you. No need for a divorce. Hurrah! Anyway, I'm ridiculous. So, I'm going to ask the smart speaker a series of questions and we'll see how well it does. Oh, Skella. What's the weather like? Currently, in Manchester, England, it's 14 degrees Celsius with cloudy skies. Oh, Skella. What time is it in Toronto? In Toronto, it's 8.07 a.m. Oh, Skella. Who starred in Breaking Bad? Breaking Bad stars include Brian Cranston, Aaron Paul, and Anna Gunn. Oh, Skella. What's 75 times 312? 75 times 312 is 23,400. Define bilious. The adjective bilious is usually defined as pertaining to bile to an excess secretion of a bitter, alkaline, yellow or greenish liquid secreted by the liver that aids in absorption and digestion, especially of fats. How do you spell bilious? Bilious is spelled B-I-L-I-O-U-S. How many days till Christmas? Christmas will start in 73 days, on Saturday the 25th of December 2021. What's on my calendar today? Today, there is one event remaining. At 2pm there's Double Tap Canada recording. Move my 2 o'clock meeting. Move Double Tap Canada recording to what date and time? Tomorrow at 8pm. Okay, 
I've moved double tap Canada recording to 8 p.m. tomorrow. Set a timer for five minutes. Five minutes, starting now. Wake me up at 7 a.m. tomorrow to Baby Shark. Alarm set for 7 a.m. tomorrow to Baby Shark on Amazon Music. Do you want this to be your default alarm tone on this device going forward? No. <laughs> okay. I want some fish and chips. I found a few restaurants. There's Mr. Thomas's, 5 kilometers away on Lake Bank, Armstrong's, 1.5 kilometers away on Market Street, and Diggle Chippy, 7.5 kilometers away on Huddersfield Road. Hmm, Diggle's Chippy, sounds good. Anyway, I'm not even scratching the surface of the tip of the iceberg when it comes to how many questions you can ask your smart speaker. Whatever it is you need to know, just shout it out and the chances are, it'll know the answer. You can ask for recipes, what's on TV tonight or what's on the cinema. Need a lift? Then just ask your smart speaker to order an Uber. Ask it for the latest news or how your favourite sports team did in their last game. I don't know, anything you like. It really is amazing. And it's not just providing information, it's also great at managing your information as well. I use it to manage my meetings and appointments. You can add appointment times and move them around really easily. You can create shopping lists or notes or schedule reminders. Set timers, really handy when you're boiling an egg. Create alarms to get you up in the morning and even have your emails read to you. Now, come on, how useful is that? Talking of which, it's time to move on. Let's look at connecting to and controlling other devices, also known as the smart home. Buy it, use it, break it, fix it, trash it, change it, mail, upgrade it, chart it, point it, zoom it, press it, snap it, work it, quick, erase it, write it. Do you remember that list of smart devices I rattled off at the start of all this? No? I'm not surprised. It seems so long ago. Let me remind you. Smart TV, smart plugs, smart light bulbs, smart vacuums, smart thermostats, smart cookers, smart dishwashers, smart microwaves. There's even smart toilets. Oh, I sound adorable like a chipmunk. Well, you may have also heard of the term smart home. And basically, all that refers to is a home that's full of those smart devices like the ones in that list. Actually, it doesn't even have to be full of those devices. Even a house with one smart light bulb is technically a smart home. And again, as I said earlier, when something is referred to as smart, it just means it's connected to a network. And a network is just a collection of devices that can talk to each other. Whew, I know, but stick with me just for a little bit longer. Let's stay with the smart light bulb just for this example. If I want to turn that light on or off, or change its colour, or change its brightness, there are a few different ways I can do that. I could use my smartphone, or maybe I could do it through a website using my laptop. Or I could just ask my smart speaker to turn the light on or off. I mean, it's a no-brainer. It's just so convenient. It's controlled by my voice. I just need to shout, hey, turn the light on, or hey, turn the light off. And it does it. And now let's move away from a simple light bulb and look at something more complicated. In my house, I have a smart thermostat. Now, the thermostat itself is totally inaccessible to me. I can't use it. There's a dial and a screen, and I have no idea what's going on. But because it's a smart thermostat, it's not a problem. I can simply ask 
my smart speaker to do it. Like this. Set heating to 22 degrees. The heat set to 22. Beautiful. Turn the heating off. It's off. Now come on. That is cool or hot. When a device, no matter what it is, a microwave, a thermostat, or even a lowly light bulb is smart, it means we have multiple ways to control it. And that gives us more of a chance of those controls being accessible. And a smart speaker with its voice control and, more importantly, its voice feedback is a great way for us to use any smart device. So let's try a few more things. I have a smart vacuum here. Yes, I do vacuum my shed. Weird, I know. Tell Roomba to start. And there he goes! Ah. Oh, alright, calm down, watch my feet. Tell Roomba to stop. I've also got a ring video doorbell at my front door. Good place to have it, I know. And when someone pushes the doorbell, or even walks up to the front door actually, then my smart speakers will announce it. And using the smart speaker, I can talk to whoever's at the front door without having to open it. Which I love, because I'm incredibly antisocial. Obviously, no one's at my front door at the moment, but I can still listen to my front door. Cool! How exciting is that? Let's listen together. Answer the front door. Okay. Well, it's raining and that's about it. Incredibly boring, I know. Stop. Okay, admittedly, not the most riveting demonstration, but let's be serious for one moment. Having the ability to talk to whoever's at your front door without the need to unlock and open it can be really reassuring. Another amazing feature that I use all the time, in fact, the whole family does, is the ability to talk between smart speakers, to use them as an intercom. I'll show you. Drop in the kitchen. Oh, hello? Hello, what's the matter? I'm gasping. Can you bring me a cup of tea to the shed? Three sugars? Yes, please. Okay, fatty. <laughs> Thanks. Love yous. Up yours. <laughs> Stop. Ah, a lovely insight to domestic bliss there. Anyway, that is so useful. We use it all the time. It's so handy, especially with me working in the shed all day. Anyway, I could go on and on. And I have. So let me finish this segment just by making this point. You can also group a series of actions together. For example, you can set it so that when you say goodnight to your smart speaker, it will turn off the lights, turn off the heating, turn off the TV, and maybe start playing your favourite nighttime listening radio or podcast. It's so cool. I've got one set up for the shed that when I say close down studio, it turns off all the equipment. And likewise, when I say get studio ready, it turns it all on. Okay, I've shown you why I love smart speakers. I've shown you just a little bit of what they're capable of. So to wrap up the show, I'm going to get a little bit more detailed. We're going to take a look at the different options available when it comes to buying a smart speaker, what the differences are, and how easy or accessible is it to set one up yourself. 
So go on, admit it. You want a smart speaker. I know you do. They're great. Did I mention I love them? So what now? Well, when it comes to smart speakers, there's two main players in the market. There's Amazon and Google. Calm down, Apple fanboys. Yes, there is also a smart speaker from Apple called the HomePod. And as a speaker, it sounds amazing. But I gotta be honest, when it comes to the smart part of a smart speaker, eh, it can't really compete with the likes of Amazon or Google. Now, that's not to say you should discount it totally if you live in the Apple ecosystem by which I mean you own a lot of Apple devices already, it's definitely one to consider. But when it comes to connecting and playing well with other smart devices, it's just not as capable as the competition. Oh, controversial, I know, but I've said it now, so that's that. And to be fair to Apple, they market the speaker as a accessory to their music streaming service, Apple Music. So the focus is definitely on the speaker aspect rather than the smarts. But hey, that's the situation currently. Maybe in the future, that will change. But for now, I'm gonna focus on Amazon and Google smart speakers. Before we dive into the actual speakers themselves, here's some things you need to know. In order to use a smart speaker, you will need a couple of things. Firstly, your home will need a connection to the internet through your Wi-Fi network. Secondly, you're going to need a smartphone or a tablet or some sort of computer in order to set up the smart speaker. If you've got those things, cool, you're all set. So, the smart speaker range from Amazon are called Echoes, and the ones from Google are called Google Nest. Whichever company you go with, there's a range of smart speakers available. For example, with Amazon, it starts with the Echo Dot the smallest of their smart speakers and most affordable. Then moving up in size and price, the Echo, and even bigger and more expensive, the Echo Studio. When it comes to Google, again, the entry level and most affordable is the Google Nest Mini. And moving up in size and price, the Google Nest Audio. Now, as it is with normal speakers, the bigger the speaker, the better the sound. But then, of course, you pay more. So, the big question is, which company should you go with? Amazon or Google? Everything that I've demoed here, the ability to play music or radio stations, podcasts, audiobooks, or to connect to other smart devices and things like that, are things that both Amazon and Google smart speakers can do. It really is up to you. With that said, oh, I hate doing this, but I am going to give my personal opinion. When it comes to the smart home and controlling other smart devices, really, it's the Amazon Echo range that leads the market. Now, it's not by a massive margin, but it's still there nonetheless. Amazon are hugely invested in the smart home and smart speaker ecosystem. And that's not to say that Google aren't, it's just that Amazon are the bigger player. There, I've said it. Whew. Okay, so when it comes to which speaker you should get, there's a couple of factors to consider. Firstly, and most importantly for me, the price. The smaller speakers, such as the Echo Dot or the Google Nest Mini, are of course cheaper. You can pick them up for around $50, and you'll often find them on sale for half that price. 
But secondly, it depends on the quality of the sound that you want. For example, I have a Amazon Echo in every room of my house, sometimes more than one. In the bedroom, I have a Echo Dot on the bedside table. The audio quality is great for listening to the radio and podcasts. In the dining room, I have the slightly bigger Echo. And in the living room, I have two Echo Studios. They just sound amazing when playing music. Oh, and I should just mention as well, the reason I have two is that if you buy two, then you can use them as a stereo pair. So one speaker acts as the left channel and the other as the right. Anyway, as I said, it's entirely up to you. Whichever one you go for, you're going to love it. Now, earlier, you may remember that I talked about smart speakers that have screens. So why haven't I mentioned those? All right, calm down. I'm going to talk about them now. So far, I've talked about the audio smart speakers. And actually, there are a few other audio options as well, such as the Amazon Echo Flex, which is a tiny smart speaker that plugs into your wall socket. It's got a tiny speaker on it, but it's handy for getting smart speaker functionality in places such as garages or sheds. Or the Echo Auto, a smart speaker for your car. Weird, I know. When it comes to smart speakers with screens built in, Amazon have the Echo Show, and Google have the Nest Hub. Now, these also come in different shapes and sizes with a 5-inch screen, a 10-inch screen, or a 15-inch screen. But the important thing is you can still control them just using your voice. And even more importantly, they still talk back to you. So why do they have a screen? Well, some information is shown visually. For example, it will show information like the current time, or it can display your photographs. The Echo Show also has a camera built in, so you can use it to make video calls. And of course, you can watch videos on it, such as Amazon Prime Video, YouTube, or Netflix. I guess the question for us as blind or visually impaired people is, should we care about the screen? And again, the answer is, well, it's up to you, really. If you have other family members that may get some use out of it, then why not? It doesn't actually limit the functionality for us. And also, really importantly, both devices have a screen reader built in, meaning we can just touch the screen, move our finger around, and whatever we touch will be read out to us. Cool! Another cool accessibility feature of note on the Echo Show is show and tell. You can hold a can of beans or soup or whatever it may be and ask your Echo Show, what am I holding? It will use its onboard camera to try and recognize the product. It's quite a nice feature to have. Whew, okay, we're nearly done. To finish up, let's talk about how you actually set one up. Is it something we can do ourselves without sighted assistance? Well, the good news is, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I love that. The great thing about setting up a smart speaker is that a lot of the time, it will actually tell you what you need to do next. For example, when you plug in a Echo for the first time, Hello. To continue, download the Alexa app. Oh, blimey, don't worry, she didn't swear, but she did say the wake word, so I beeped it out. So yes, you do need to download a companion app in order to set up either of these speakers. When you plug in the Google, it will tell you to download the Google Home app. Once you've done that, when you open the app, it should detect the new smart speaker, and then you just follow the on-screen instructions. And yes, both apps are accessible on iOS 
and Android. Echo.dot can be set up by tapping continue. You agree to Amazon's conditions of use and all the terms found here. Later button. Continue button. It's really straightforward. In both cases, all you have to do really is tell the speaker what your Wi-Fi password is, so it can connect to the internet. Give it a name and tell it what room it's going to live in. Once you've done that, your Echo is ready. Boosh! You're done. And you know what? So am I. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this helpful. And don't forget, you can email feedback at ami.ca and let me know what you think. Thanks again, and take care. Say hello to the Spark. <laughs> Just ask the smart smart speaker. It doesn't matter which smart speaker. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.